So good morning. We just watched a couple minutes of video of people doing what? Seemingly impossible, crazy things, right? I mean, that's why when, before we started it, I made that disclaimer. I said, please do not try any of these at home or in public or anywhere. And don't ever say that I showed that video and it gave you the idea to do any of those crazy things. But I kind of thought that, you know what? That's kind of faith because if they had psyched themselves out before they did some of those crazy things, they probably would have failed. And instead of being insane human feats, we'd be watching them on crazy wipeouts, right? But that little video montage was the opposite of those crazy wipeouts, you see, because all of those people did exactly what they set out to do. They believed that it would happen and that they could do it. They trained. And then what? They seemed to do the impossible. Now, how many of us, though, have ever been guilty of saying that word in relation to something we were asked to do? How many of you have ever said, I can't do that, that's impossible? I can't do that. Nobody could do that. That's just not true. That's not real, right? Some of those stunts in the video we've seen seem to defy belief, right? We're going, no, that couldn't have happened that way. But they did. Now, I guess you could make the argument all of them look like they had trained. They were athletes. They knew what they were doing. They didn't just go out one day and decide that I bet you I could ride a skateboard and step over a car and not get hit and still land on my skateboard. They probably practiced that trick a couple of times. We probably did not see the video where it did not work. But Regardless of how many times it ever took them to do it, they finally did what seemed impossible because in faith, they kept persevering and believing that they could accomplish what they wanted to do. Now, what if I were to tell you there was a person who had done what people seemed to think impossible before. They weren't a trained athlete, but instead a carpenter. A guy who worked with his hands on a daily basis, who made a living. Making things from wood. It was a family business. But this very man 
could walk on water, feed the multitudes with very little, turn water into wine, and probably the most amazing feat that people seen, raise the dead. When this was happening, the people around him did not think that they were possible. Sometimes they would even go, you know, don't, they would seek out Jesus, the teacher, for healing, and then they go, well, they're dead, don't bother him anymore, there's nothing he can do. But faith is believing that there is always something that can happen. Today, we believe that Jesus was a miracle worker, able to do the impossible. And we believe that. That belief is faith. Faith in Jesus as our Savior. Miracles, in fact, still happen around us today. For those who believe those who have faith. In fact, keeping our faith can kind of seem like a mission in life. Things are going to seek to get out against us, to shake us, to break us. But to keep our faith, to keep on believing, We need to look at it like a mission, like we're waging war. The thief seeks to steal and destroy. And we've got to be strong enough. And so, if faith and keeping the faith was a mission... then keeping our faith in all times is surely what we would call a mission possible. There's a very popular video series, games, whatever they've got now go with it called Mission Impossible, right? Talking about doing something that seems impossible, but yet at the end of those movies, they tend to do what was supposed to be impossible, wasn't it? And so to keep our faith and to persevere in all times, we're going to even change it. We're going to call it mission possible. And we can see an example of somebody who kept the faith in that way in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 17. We're going to be starting with verse 14. Matthew chapter 17, starting with verse 14. And it says this. When they came to a crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures, is in suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples... But they could not heal him. 
Now that next part, this is the part that always gets me. And it kind of reminds me of the generation we're living in today. Because Jesus turns around and he goes, Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? And he says, bring the boy to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy. And he was healed from that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? And he replied, because you have so little faith. I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. The scripture says the disciples failed because they lacked what? Faith. Yet verse 20 says that if we have faith even the size of a mother's seed, nothing's impossible. No mission would be impossible. Even the moving of a mountain. And we can learn from that scripture passage. We can learn that we must pursue the possibilities of faith. That when we must pray the prayer of faith. And finally, we need to proclaim the power of faith. Now to borrow a line, your mission, should you choose to accept, is the first part, to pursue the possibilities of faith. Now, one of my favorite scripture verses, Mark 9, 23. And it simply says, if you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for him who believes. When we believe nothing is impossible, that's faith. And we believe it because nothing is impossible for God. The creator created the world and a universe that we don't even fully understand. But he knows all about it. He knows what he did. We are probably just getting the top of a pin drop on a needle in understanding the complexities of the universe our creator created. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3.20, he is able to do more than we can even imagine. So if he is able to do beyond the scope of what we can ever dream up, then it is not really even stepping out on faith to believe that the impossible is possible for the Lord. 
The only thing that can limit God is our failure to trust and believe, to have faith in him fully. In Luke 8, chapter 40 through 56, there are two examples of faith, making what seemed impossible possible. The first is a woman. She's been ill for 12 years. She has gone to the best specialists and doctors, and nobody can seem to figure out what's wrong with her. Yet this woman believed. After all those years of pain and suffering, of being poked and prodded by doctors who had no clue what was even wrong, let alone how to help her. She believed that if she were just to get close enough to the Lord to touch the very hem of his garment, then just a brush against him would be enough to cure her. She'd been living with this illness for over a decade. Yet she believed that the Lord had the faith, the healing capabilities to do what puzzled so many. And sure enough, verse 48 says, Then Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. She didn't even asked the Lord for healing. She didn't ask if he could do it. She believed. To the point where she pushed her way through a crowd. And she didn't even seek out the Savior. She brushed up against the hem of his garment. The scripture will tell us that he says he felt the power leave him. He goes, who touched me? Who touched me? And they're like, Jesus, you're in a crowd. Everybody's touching you. He goes, no. This was different. This was different. And then I kind of wonder, of all those other people who were brushing up against Jesus, why was she the only one who believed that just a touch from the Lord would be enough to heal whatever was wrong with them. Because her touch, her faith was so strong that when she touched him, her faith was enough for the power to flow from the Lord to her to heal her. And I'm sitting here going, if all those other people were pressing up against Jesus, why did nobody else feel his power like that? Because she was pursuing it with the intent in faith, believing that she would be healed because he had the power. So the question is, and sometimes in our life, where are we? Are we the people who are rubbing elbows with Jesus all the time, but don't feel the power of him moving in our lives? Or are we the woman 
whose faith knows that he can do the impossible. Right after that woman, the reason Jesus was even on the way is that he was on the way. He had been summoned to come care for a girl who was very sick. And right after he heals the woman, they come to him, Jairus, and they're like, you know what, don't even bother the Lord anymore. I'm sorry, your daughter is dead. There's nothing he can do for her now. But verse 50. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed. Just believe. And it will happen. That same principle that had healed that woman could heal this daughter, and she wasn't even there. They were they hadn't even reached where she was at yet. Jesus was walking with the Father and his disciples in a group of people. He wasn't close by her when it happened. The girl didn't even have to touch Jesus. It says back in 50. Jerry's believed and the girl was healed. Both people sought Jesus out, didn't they? Jerry's for healing for his daughter, the woman, for healing with her illness. And then they believed in what everyone else was scoffing was impossible. Persistence and patience are going to be essential to our faith. If we are looking for a blessing, then we need to keep praying for it. Believing that God will deliver it in his time, though. The woman waited 12 years. And all it took was a meeting with the Lord. We too may be kept waiting, but during that time, we must keep believing in the Lord. Believing that he will answer us in his time. One of my favorite quotes by Audrey Hepburn says this, nothing is impossible for the very word itself says, I'm possible. Think about it. I'm possible. Nothing is impossible. Pursue the possibilities of faith. And once we do that, We continue to pray. To pray in faith, believing that the Lord hears our prayers and provides for our needs. Mark 9.29 
we see the same story of the disciples being unable to cast out the demon. Mark 9, 29, Jesus replies, this kind can only come out by what? Prayer. They lacked faith. And in their prayers, they didn't believe in what they were asking God to do. Because they didn't believe that it would be done. We may pray and we do our prayer concerns. And we talk about the things that we would like the Lord to do in our lives. The question is, do we believe that he will provide? John 14, 14 says, You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. When we pray, have faith that your prayers are being answered, that they don't go unheard. We said earlier that our God is a God of grace and mercy and love. When you love somebody, you listen to them. And if our God loves us, then sure enough, he's listening to us. He hears the cries of our hearts, the words that we don't even speak out loud. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 tells us to pray continually. A couple of years ago, there was a little acronym that came out. It said PUSH. Pray until something happens. Matthew 21, 22 says this. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Not only do we have to have faith that the Lord is able to do the impossible, but when we're praying, we need to be praying in that belief. Committed to standing firm, knowing that the Lord provides for us according to his will praying in faith and sometimes we may be praying for something that it doesn't seem to happen especially in a timely manner like we would prefer or heaven forbid we're praying about something and an event occurs in our life that seems like it's kind of the answer so that must be good enough right our Lord isn't interested in giving us good enough. He has given us a blessing and it is going to be great and amazing. It's when we settle for good enough that we derail our, the plans he has for us. When we pray, we need to believe that the Lord will provide and that what he will provide for us is going to be even so much better than what we can imagine for ourselves. And also, when we're praying... Remember that to pray for it to be in his time 
and according to his will that we don't ever supersede our own blessing or get in the way of the blessing the Lord has in store for us. He may be leading us down a path and down a road. We continue to pray for guidance while we're on it. But we believe that where he's leading us is going to be amazing. And it is going to be worth the wait. Now, your final mission, should you choose to accept, is to proclaim the power of faith. Now, the world has long been focused on finding a source of power that is boundless, limitless, and abundant. From horses to steam, from steam to water, from water to gas, from gas to nuclear... When it comes to pushing the boundary for power, to power the world, they seem to be willing to try anything. Because they're looking for a source of power that will never run out or run dry. That's why they've moved away from gas, solar power. You know, the sun is there. But they tell us that our reserves of crude oil are depleting. The world focuses so much on finding a source of power that's limitless that they overlook the most important one that is boundless and limitless. Because no matter what source of power man creates, nothing will ever match the power the Lord has. Think about it. Some of these sources that we're starting to rely more and more upon is natural solar power. Who created the sun? It wasn't man. How about winds? Those turbines that they've got going where they're harnessing the power of wind. Who causes wind? It's not man. A lot of these sources of power that we've identified recently in science that are proving to be a good choice to pursue because they don't have devastating ecological consequences to the earth are the ones that have always been here. What causes a flower to bloom? A tree to grow? The rain and the sun. Who sends it? The Lord. And since we can tap into the power that comes from the Lord himself, we need to be willing to share it. To share our faith. To share that power. 
Romans 1.16 says this. 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes. First for the Jews, then for the Gentiles. It is the power of God for everyone who believes. We are not ashamed. Let us proclaim the power that faith can give to us in our lives. Matthew 17, 20 again said that if we had faith the size of a mustard seed, we could say to a mountain, move from here to there, and it would what? Move! Nothing is impossible. And in fact... What people thought impossible years ago has proven to be possible as time progresses. So what may feel impossible in our lives when we wait upon the Lord in faith believing that he will provide for us and deliver us from whatever it is that we need to be deliverance from, well then, what seems impossible will become possible in the Lord. When they were setting about to discover a light bulb to be able to light the world, basically, they tried many different things. In fact, let's be honest with ourselves. If we were inventing it and we failed as many times as they did, how many of us probably would have given up? But they said, you know, it can fail that 99 times. Because all you needed to do is work once. So if you fail 99 times out of 100, you only need it to work. You only need to find the solution once. And we can find ours through God, through turning to him. From believing in faith that the impossible is possible, by praying and claiming victory in whatever it is that we have, And then being willing to share the testimony and the power of what God can do, what he's done in our lives and what he can do for others. A little boy gets a new baby sister. But things don't go so well when she's born. So the little boy prays and prays and prays and prays for his little sister. Finally, he's given a chance to see her. And as he looks at his little baby sister, he says this, I know that you will get better. God told me you would and I believe it's so. Two weeks later, the little boy took his little sister home. The power of faith 
has had the ability to cause cancers to shrink and disappear, to give sight to the blind, to allow the lame to walk again, and even the deaf to hear. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me, Jesus said. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And go on teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very ends of the age. Part of believing and of having faith is being willing to share it. To lead by an example. As we look this month of growing in faith, part of our growing in faith is becoming strong enough in our faith that we can help others. That we can be an example. I said one of my favorite scripture verses and was Mark 9.23 that says all things are possible for him who believes, right? Jesus is telling this to a man who is asking for healing for a family member, for a daughter, for a child. And in verse 24, the father says this, I do believe. But he doesn't end it there, though. Help me to overcome my unbelief. We may believe, but we may have times of doubt where we struggle, where we worry, and we allow it to erode the firmness of our faith. I believe, Lord. And if there's any doubt, if there's any unbelief in me, remove it from me. Help me, Lord, to realize that the impossible is possible. We're going to have our time of prayer, and we're going to play a song as it plays. We invite you to come. Take this time in prayer. Believing that all things are possible through the Lord.
Father, we just come before you right now this day, Lord. Lord, we thank you for everything that you've given us. We thank you for being there for us, for providing for us, Lord, for meeting our needs. And we ask, Lord, that you help strengthen our faith, help us grow in faith, Lord. Help us that as we go throughout this world, we may realize that nothing's impossible through you, that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength, Lord, and that even the impossible is possible when we believe and pray in faith that it will happen. Help us to walk in your ways, Lord. Guide and direct us. We ask these things. We claim these things through your beloved Son, Jesus. Amen. Amen.